everybody. Hello! We are here with boy, oh boy, conversations with Gray and JC. Grayson. JC. Man, it has been so long since we last spoke. You know, we really, our friendship at this point in life is limited to just this podcast. And um, that's really for the best, is it not? I disagree. I'm oh. so sad. You oh. just have been avoiding me, and it's it's really put me in a funk, JC. Is that? I'm just, I'm so sad. How long ago, approximately, would you say this funk started that you're claiming to be in? Um, I don't know. Week and a half ago. Oh, so recent. Recent. Well, how long ago is it? has it been since I've seen you? Um, About two weeks. Well, oh, has it been? Because we didn't record episode 250. We didn't do 250, yeah. That was pre-recorded. Joke's on you guys. You probably fell for it. Um, but episode 250 was a pre-record. I forgot about that. What was I doing on yeah. Friday? Oh, my God. I think I was just recording with Steven. That's so sad. It's but so messed up. It really it doesn't feel that long ago because technically it's not been two weeks because this is also a pre-record. It's uh, true. Because I'll be gone Friday when we usually record. So thank good. Yeah, uh, just the greatest trip of your life, I'm sure. You're going to wear JC. What do you mean to wear it? It's pretty obvious by the explanation you just gave. I'm going to Kentucky, Grayson. Oh, of course, Kentucky. Kentucky. There's a destination, Kentucky. There is a music festival in Kentucky that my parents were really excited to go to, and then they asked me if I would like to to go with them because they're driving up. And I said, oh my gosh, I would love to, parents. And then a week after I agree to go, the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast is like, hey guys, we've never done it before, but we're going to do our first live show at this random music festival in Kentucky. So it really works out, man. You have no idea. That is remarkable. It was really weird. But, you know, Pearl Jam will be there, Kings of Leon. Grayson, I just got accepted entry into a... A uh, small venue exclusive performance from Shaky Graves. You know, it's just wow. a wonderful time all around. I know, I know. Um, but what are you going to be doing this weekend? That's what I care more about. Probably not a lot. Okay. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. But you'll, you'll figure it out, right? Like, you won't be just lonely thinking about me the entire time? No, that's probably exactly what will happen. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'll try to text you maybe, like, once every day or something oh thank you JC. maybe I less than that, that but oh. you know yeah uh i'm sorry i'm sorry but grayson we are recording this episode remotely this week before Primarily- we transition oh, i just want to okay. point out that the festival you're going to is called bourbon something bourbon and beyond don't dox me someone's gonna show up at bourbon and beyond looking for me now grayson i don't want to the, the private that- shaky graves show as well no shoot you're right um I just, you know, the moment I saw it and the moment you were telling me about it, I very much feel like your parents are bringing you to be the designated driver. Uh, we won't have a vehicle. Well, no, oh, we'll okay. have the one we drive up in, but it's like where we're staying is walking distance, I think, from the, the festival grounds. So, I see. yeah, they can walk as, as drunkenly as they'd like, you know, it's no problem. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that's good. Uh, my dad is is not a heavy drinker, you know. He he'll have a couple drinks, but he he's never at a point where he is inebriated. And if I do see him inebriated, I think that is the day I I end it all, Grayson. I just I'm not ready for that, you know. Oh, 
Yeah. Why? Well, because, like, you just, you don't want to see your parents in a certain light, you know? It's just, there are certain things. Like, for some people, it's their dad crying. For me, it's my dad blackout drunk. I just wouldn't want to see it, right? Have you ever seen your dad cry? Um, hmm. That's a really good question. I don't think so. I don't think so. I have. I've seen your dad cry. You have? No, but I have seen my dad cry. Oh, that's kind of gross. Yeah. It was a couple of times, actually. Oh. Yeah. That's, yeah. Why is he doing that? That He should stop that. Well, it was when our family was going bankrupt and we lost our house and stuff. Yeah. So it was, like, justified. I guess, but you could have, like, asked him to not trauma dump on you like that. You know, it doesn't seem too necessary. Honestly, to so put, true. Yeah, why you put it on his kids, I don't quite understand. A little selfish. Uh, but other than that, I'm really trying to, to rack my brain for my dad crying. And I don't... I don't think so. I think I would remember it if it happened. You know? Mm-hmm. He's not the crying type, but he's also not like the strong silent type, you know? He's just a he's guy just like who... a dude. Yeah, I don't think he he has too many emotional thoughts if that makes sense, right? Good for him. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I guess so. What a guy. I what guess a guy. so. Um So you great. don't think you'll be the designated driver? I hope I do no driving if I'm being quite honest. I hope I wow. do not an ounce of driving racing. That is ideal. I'm a little worried about how we're going to drive to Arizona come the new year because I've really, I've thought more about it and I don't know if all five of us realistically fit into the Prius, you know? Yeah, I've thought about that quite a lot as well because JC, Hans, Steven, and Grayson together barely fit in the Prius and Steven's kind of small. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like you two kind of balance each other out, you know? It's true. Yeah. It's but true. Also, it's a lot of luggage. The luggage is the big concern, I feel. Yeah, but also this time I know to pack much less, you know, which last mm-hmm. time I was not so wise. But I worry about where the food and stuff goes. Like what used to go in the middle between you and Steven on most recent road trip. Where does that end up in a car where the entire back seat is occupied? You know, this is a good point. Thank you. It thank may you. be a two car road trip. Maybe. Or it could just be like a rental car road trip. You know? Also an option. This is true. Yeah. But we'll figure it out. We shall figure it out, Grayson. Um, but we, we don't have to worry about that because it is a ways away. Instead, we need to focus on what's happening in this most recent week of life that we've lived. Okay? Can we do that, the two of us? There's a lot. Okay. I think there is. And most notably for the podcast, at least. Okay? just Is my do... tummy hurt? Well, yeah. That wasn't where I was going, but I'll hear you out. My tummy kind of hurt today, JC. Ooh. It also kind of hurt yesterday. Oh, no. Did you? I take... don't know what it is, JC. Yeah, but you didn't take any medicine to help out, like no Tums or Neosporin? Yesterday, I, I had some Pepto-Bismol mm. and some aspirin. Today, I'm trying to avoid it. Okay. But Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I should just tough it out. And like part of the issue, think about it, JC, if yeah, I don't experience it, then how can I figure out what it is? Because I don't know what it is. I don't know if I have like a stomach bug or I ate something funny, but I'll never figure it out if, you if don't I embrace don't race the pain. Yeah. Yeah. Throw yourself you get me. into it. No, I, I totally do. I totally do. I am anti-medication, you know, not just in the sense of psychiatry, but medication and modern science at large, Grayson. You're also You're... anti-vax, I've heard. Well, it, 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 mm, you've seen my t-shirt. You know? It's true, yeah. Exactly, exactly. With your experiences, how could you not? Hey, guys, if anyone's going to be anti-vax, I feel like I have the biggest claim out of everyone. 
you know? You've really earned it. Yeah. Yeah, this is on Syracuse University for giving me the J&J, if we're being quite honest. Honestly true, yeah. Because literally, less than a week later, they were serving up that Pfizer. I just just had to wait it out, man. And I I couldn't. Have you seen any of those charts that um, depict, like, the increased rate of... uh, Oh, what is the word? You had it. Myocarditis? Myocarditis. The increased rates of myocarditis with the different vaccines and also, like getting covid and stuff like that oh my god the pfizer has like a tiny little fractional increase in the risk of myocarditis but <laughs> like j and j and uh what was the other one that started with an m moderna moderna yeah, yeah. they're really high jc they're, they're really well, something good news is that my booster was very pfizer you know that let's was go pfizer to the fullest extent but that first the one most stuff yeah, that first one, however, was J&J. But again, I kind of trust my doctors where they're like, oh, yeah, it would be really relevant, your vaccine, if it if you had gotten it recently, like not over a year ago, you know? But the fact that it was so long ago, they were like, it, it probably is not. Re-. Well, they said it was like definitely not related. But, you know. Frankly, I think they're wrong. Yeah, the nurse disagreed. The nurse thought they were wrong. Yeah. So I'll take her her judgment, man. You know? I would agree with you on that, yeah. The nurses honestly do harder work. That maybe sounds like me being facetious, but the nurses do a lot more, you know? They do the doc- quite a bit. No one would deny it. The doctors run around. They do a lot of stuff that they're qualified to do. But overall, they're going home, and they're going to be more well-rested than a nurse, I feel like. You know? Right. Yeah. And nurses have to, like, work for their keep. They're not guaranteed a spot necessarily at the hospital. You they know? also do, like, all the dirty work. Like, you're not going to have your radiologist give someone a sponge bath. That's, like, an underuse of their skills. Yeah. But a nurse, that's what they're there for. That is the perfect use of their skills. They're so proficient at sponge baths. You have no they're idea. They're really Grayson. good at it. They have a lot of practice. They really are. They really are. But, Grayson, um, yeah, no, by the way, my, my heart attack, uh, I, I, I've been having to now face the financial repercussions of my heart randomly giving out on me, which feels mm-hmm. a little unfair. I don't know why I'm the one who necessarily has to handle that, you know, um, which I think I, you should sue uh, Johnson and Johnson. Ooh, OK. I, I mean, if there is a lawsuit with all these myocarditis people, I probably am very entitled. You got a good case. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with with all like the payments now officially starting. Uh, it's not as bad as we were expecting. You know, my parents were really prepared for this, like, worst-case scenario, right? But we got mm-hmm. back from our insurance, and they're covering, I think it's, like, 92% of, like, all my medical expenses from, like, that that week, which comes out to, like, only, like, I think a little over 10k that we have to pay. And we're like, yeah. So it, I'm just imagining what happens if I'm not on my dad's insurance, you know? Right. What happens then? I I am in the hole $100,000? Well, what you would do in that scenario is just say, no, I'm not paying. Ooh. What are they going to do? Well, they'd probably really ruin my credit score, right? Is that how that works? I have no clue. I don't I really I would either. probably just refuse to pay, though. I just, I worry I might end up in jail. I worry I might be unable to buy a house. I worry for a lot of things, but also not being able to buy a house is probably better than being $100,000 in debt or dead, so. Also fair. Yes. But, like, 
were we ever really going to be able to buy a house anyways? Like, we we is a strong word. Are you imagining us? Like the pronoun we does that imply that we're no, buying no, no, a house? No, no, no. I, I meant more in like the broad sense of our oh. generation. Oh, okay, okay. That's just that was unclear to me at first. I didn't know what your plans or expectations for no. the future were. Um, I'm not necessarily opposed, but you just have to, to communicate these things to me. You know, if that is that was not my intent. I was I was a very broad we, not okay, a refined. Okay, so we. so so you don't want to live with me. You don't want to buy a house with me. Probably not. Okay, that's fine. Is it because I had a heart attack? I feel like you would yell at me a lot. No. <laughs> No. Like, if we lived together, I feel like you'd yell at me a lot. And I just, I don't know if I could take it. I would, I think if I lived with you, there would be a really huge resentment that builds, you know? But the yelling and actual frustrations that get voiced, they would all be voiced so quickly and so immediately that by the time we're a month or two into the the frustrations, they would just, I'd feel so futile in my, my expressing it that I think I would just start keeping it all inside. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's only so much you can do. I feel like my, my yelling would be fruitless. You understand? Okay. Yeah. Well, I never said it would be very fruitful yelling. I just feel like I'd get yelled at, and I don't want to yeah. be yelled at. Yeah. Which, now, too, I'm, I'm as, as time goes on, also maybe a little bit more grateful for the fact that Steven didn't graduate from college in time, and that, like, his lease wasn't well i guess he doesn't have a lease but like that he wasn't looking to, to move into a place here in austin because if mm-hmm. we lived together like yeah that'd be great but at the same time now that i'm really thinking about it it probably wouldn't wouldn't have been the best thing for either of us would it have been no probably worse for you than it would be for him steven would be fine steven can adapt you know steven yeah. just needs a room in which he can retreat and he'll be fine i think you know he'll do great yeah yeah, I you think so. I think would have been very unhappy. <laughs> unhappy? You think Stephen's presence in my home, in his home, at that point, would have made it an unhappy experience for me? Yeah. Oh, man. probably not immediately, but after a while, I think JC is the type of creature who needs who needs like a very him space. Best left, and not just alone. like a a bedroom, <laughs> but like a whole space. Oh, I think yeah, living in an kitchen. apartment by yourself. Yeah. I mean, if someone. I, I can share a kitchen if someone is so willing to do the dishes, like, immediately, and, like, clean up. Like, just, like, whatever you do, just clean up after yourself in the moment, right? There's no point in putting it off. Like, it's the same amount of cleaning and time. Just do it then, you know? I will disagree with you, but I'll disagree with you only because I have a counterexample that happened to me earlier today. Okay, which is? I was making Turkish coffee. Um, which you would have seen on my point Be Real. proven. I apologize. And um, I got distracted on Be Real while I was uh, making my Turkish coffee because I just posted the Be Real. And then I was reacting to other people's Be Reels. And my coffee boiled over. And um, no. when it boiled over, a whole bunch of like coffee and coffee grounds got on the stove and it smoked up and kind of like stuck to the stove. And I couldn't like immediately clean it off. Because the stove was, like, all the way cranked up. So I had to wait for it to cool down. And then I cleaned it up later. Hmm. Okay. But why is that about... Oh, just because you had to do it later because it was hot? But I'm not going to walk in there being like, Oh, man, you didn't stick your hand on the the, the burning hot stovetop? Like, that... that, I I will be a little bit more accommodating. You know? (laughs) It was just a counterexample. I guess so. And to be fair, my brother does believe that at times. Sometimes it's like... 
but why didn't you clean it up? Well, because the stove was hot. Yeah. But why didn't you clean it up? I just told you why. Well, you could have figured okay. it. Honestly, I will be honest. If that were me, I would have cleaned it up while it was still hot. I would have probably gotten just like a, a towel and, and made sure it wasn't like going through to my hand. Does that make sense? I thought about it. And normally I would if it was like a medium heat, but it was like all the way cranked. You know, I wasn't going to take the risk. Yeah. Also, sometimes when you do that, you fuck up the stove top. Like I've I've tried cleaning the stove a little still hot, and now there are like a few like weird grayish scuff marks on it. I don't know what I was doing, guys. I'm sorry. But I also considered while you were telling that story, the fact that Stephen probably Stephen, I think maybe in his head fancies himself a cook, you know. <laughs> and I I worry that the things that Stephen cooks may not always turn out the best, and I may have to face the smell of that. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do recall the one time Steven has cooked for me. I ended Ooh. up eating raw meat. So. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, I Steven can never doubt that I just, I love the guy. He can never doubt it because I ate raw meat for him just to not hurt his feelings. Ooh, but if it were raw, he could have just put it back on the stovetop. But he didn't. But did you tell him that it was raw? Oh, you betcha. You were there. What do you mean? We were all but, laughing at how raw it was. But you were just saying that you didn't want to hurt his feelings, so you ate raw meat for him. Wouldn't the hurting feelings come when you tell him, hey, Steven, you just served me raw meat? Sure, but I still ate it. Okay. Okay, you're saying you could have hurt his feelings worse by refusing to eat. Correct. Okay, I feel like everyone's feelings could have been spared if you had just communicated properly, been like, Steven, could you please cook this longer for me? You I know? don't think he would have. You don't, just because he was already so busy eating his own food. I don't know if he, if he was busy. I just, I think he would have refused. Out of pride. Yeah. Okay, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. That was the last time, as we sat around your kitchen table eating Wagyu beef, that was the last time I had Takis, Grayson, you know, which is really sad. Over a year ago, it's too long. I have Takis in my cupboard right now. Oh my god, congratulations. If you had come over today, you could have had some. No. no. You're just avoiding me. I kind of am. I kind of am. I Takis were the marquee food of middle school for me. You know, like, whenever friends got together, Takis were the cool snack. You know? It's true. And then they got that off-brand one where it's like a... Flamitas? Is, are those what they're called? They have... Uh, I do remember an off-brand, but I would imagine we probably had different off-brands because we were in different locations in middle school. I thought so, too, because I I thought that my off-brand Takis were HEB, like the Texas supermarket exclusive. But just the other day, when we were there at at Walmart with with Steven and Alohi, the four of us, I -hmm. saw them there, the knockoff Takis. So then I was like, oh, my God, they must be an international product. Wow. Yeah. So... These are things to consider, Grayson. These are all things to consider. What I was going to say was the most pressing story heading into episode 251 of this podcast was not your tummy (gasps) ache. It was instead the fact that we promised the listening audience an update on my facial hair this episode because uh, it it was getting a little long last time we spoke in person. And you said, JC, keep it for like a couple weeks. Let's see how it goes. But it went really poorly pretty fast. And so I threw in the towel uh, like a week or so ago, Grayson. A coward. Some might say that. Others might say Some it, was, being me. it was the reasonable thing to do, that I was looking unkempt. And I'll be honest, there was a breaking point for me, Grayson, and you were there for it. 
we sat on Discord with dear sweet Stephen, our dear sweet friend Stephen, with us also in the Discord call, and he compared me to a wrestling journalist named David Bixenspan, who I don't want to be hurtful, you know? He's a person. He's entitled to feel love and, and, and enjoy all the good things a person is supposed to experience in life, right? But I will say that while also maintaining that he might be the most unattractive person I've ever laid eyes on, right? This David Bixen That's fan? so rude of you. Yeah, maybe I was a little too rude in that statement, but it's how I feel, you know? And I just, I want to be able to express myself fully. And Steven said I looked like him without shaving my face. And then at the, at the time I was like, oh, Steven, that's such an immensely hurtful thing for you to say. How funny. And then I saw myself in the mirror like an hour later after we got off Discord and I saw it. I, I looked in the mirror and I saw the David Dixon span in me and I simply had to shave. I that's so messed up. Just, But you have to understand, a lot of thought went into it. It wasn't a willy-nilly decision that I it was going It seemed very to. willy-nilly, quite frankly. But I just explained to you how it was not willy-nilly. I just explained to you how it was very deliberate. I heard a lot of willy and a lot of nilly. You just don't appreciate it. You've just never seen David Bixen span, okay? I literally have a Google image search of him pulled up right now, and also we looked at him that night. Yeah, we did. He, 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 his, his body is shaped like a Hershey's kiss. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Glad I got the, the confirmation. Especially, um, like, the side profile of his body. not flattering. It's unfortunate that all the people who have taken photos of him have chosen only to release the most unflattering. You know? What's crazy is that his spine is in the center of his torso from the side. Like, you look at it at the side, <laughs> his spine is not at his back. It's in the center of his torso. <laughs> so there's that much fat on his back. Oh, poor David Bixen's fan. He's, he does a decent job as a journalist. I have him blocked on Twitter because I think he's annoying. Um, but he's, he's, he's very good at reporting. He is just a very negative person, you know? And so mm. I just, I don't like seeing all his stuff. I think he uses Hershey's his power for the bad. perfect description. <laughs> Thanks, man. I've put a lot of thought into it. I can so, tell. So, Grayson, let's talk about what is probably the next most important topic for this podcast after my oh, shaving. What might that be? And after your tummy ache. And that is the fact that our dear friend and former boy, oh boy, oh boy, guest, Sarah Romelius, <laughs> she was on her Twitch channel a few days ago and she was hosting her own dating show called Love or Host. It's this original concept that she came up with. <laughs> where, <laughs> where Very original. A fellow Twitch streamer, um, in this case her name was Emmy Wee, and she was the one girl, and there were many boys fighting for her love and affection. Uh, and then the, the audience, the Twitch audience watching Sarah Vermelius would vote out a guy each round or sometimes two guys. And then in the end, Emmy Wee got to choose her most favorite boy of them all. And Grayson, just the day before this, this whole entire game took place, this dating show took place, I came to you and I said, Grayson, you should do this. I DM'd it to you. It's true. You did DM it to me. I had already seen the tweet, mm -hmm. but I had just passed on it. I had moved on with my life. No. No. That would be silly. That would be ridiculous. Why would I go on a show about dating? On Twitch. Cringe. L. Massive L. Mm -hmm. But then you DM'd it to me. I did. And I also said, no. Oh, I don't think I'm going to do that. Yeah, you still turned down the opportunity, which is sad. Yeah. But then... 
we were in another Discord call together. This might have been the same one where, where Steven brought up my looking like David Bixen span. And I said, Grayson, why don't you do the dating show? And you were like, I don't want to. And I said, but why not? And then we talked it through for like less than a minute. And you were thoroughly convinced. So <laughs> I remember um, it a little differently. Oh, okay. Mainly because I don't remember that Discord call very well. That's sad. Um, the way I recall, when you had DM'd me the the, the tweet, um, and I said no, uh, I also said to give me something to reply to the tweet with. Ooh, that is true. To which you had me reply to the tweet with, Sarah Emilius, I'm getting old, tired, and frankly desperate. And there were also way too many commas in there, but I wasn't going to correct you. Let me pull it up really quickly and let's see where the so many commas. commas were. Let's see. So many commas. There's like a comma after every word in that sentence. Good. That's how it should be. Please uh, help me find the love of my life. And then I responded to the tweet with that. At your behest. Okay, you know, a little olive branch since I already refused to go on. This is the actual message I sent you. It says, Sarah Vermelius, comma. That comma's called for, you know, because mm-hmm. we're addressing someone. Sarah Vermelius, I'm getting old, comma, tired, comma, and, comma, frankly, comma, desperate. <laughs> it's a lot of commas. Well, you know, it's, it's so it is all grammatically accurate. It's just stylistically, I could have done without the commas surrounding frankly. You know, we didn't. You could have done without a good number of those commas because it's a stinking tweet. You would have ditched the Oxford comma, you fool. No, I would have never ditched the Oxford comma. I saw a tweet recently. I think it was a tweet at least where it was like new example of why you need an Oxford comma. Oh, <laughs> it was it was something where the. It was like questionable whether Trump had associated with Rudy Giuliani, um, a, a, a some random other negative thing, and then a dildo collector, or if it was like Trump had associated with Rudy Giuliani, the co-conspirator in the insurrection, and dildo collector. It was a very good tweet. And I need Rudy, to find it. Is Rudy Giuliani a dildo collector? I'm very confused. Oh, here, I'm sending it to you on TikTok. I found it. Okay, TikTok is not where I'm at. I am still very much on Twitter, and I stand by all of my commas. Um, here, here it is. It says, The highlights of his waning administration included encounters with Rudy Giuliani, a healthcare disaster, and a dildo collector. Is Rudy Giuliani a healthcare disaster and a dildo collector? Or did Trump have encounters with Rudy Giuliani? A healthcare disaster and a dildo collector. <laughs> it's a great question. Who knows? We will it's never a know. We will never know, Grayson. That's so sad. But either way, uh-huh. either way, there's more important stuff to talk about than the dildo collector. We have to talk about the lover host because eventually, oh yeah, you did participate in it. Yes, I did. Woo! Um, Honestly, I'm the greatest to ever do it. You kind of are, because we at first were a little unclear about whether or not Sarah Romelius would be the woman up for grabs, or if there would be some other woman, you know? But eventually mm-hmm. it was announced that it was going to be the Emmy Wee person, and so that was even more exciting. Uh, Grayson, what were your initial impressions about Emmy Wee? I gotta tell you, I have none, um, because I didn't hear the introduction part for her, Ooh. so I was going in like totally blind. Okay. That's unfortunate. All I really knew was that she did a podcast with Ailey Omar. Let's go. Also former 
not even a boy oh boy oh boy guest. He's a straight up boy oh boy guest from last week. It's true. It's but, true. But Grayson, it's called "To Kill Myself." Find it on YouTube. Shout out to "To Kill Myself," hosted by Ileomar. Twitch.tv forward slash Ileomar eighty eighty nine. Does he have a number in his name? Yes. And okay. Y- yep. It was eighty nine. So Grayson. I le- I am so happy that you plugged this podcast because I heard a rumor that we are the ones who single-handedly inspired it uh, and are the reasons it exists. So, As know, far as I'm concerned, that's fact now. Any success they have is, I, I think, honestly, probably our success as well, you know? I think at least 70%. Monetarily, at least. Bare minimum. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Creatively, at least 90. But Grayson, let us let us talk more about the... The Emmy we okay because mm-hmm. I have to imagine you, okay you went in blind you didn't know much about her but I imagine when you laid eyes on her in this Discord call it was it was love at first sight was it not oh of course oh my naturally gosh. can you describe everyone that knows feeling? that chronically online people are the most attractive people in the world exactly exactly <laughs> this feels a little hurtful um, can you describe what? The uh, exact feeling that went through you and your body the moment you laid eyes on Emiwi? No. N- no? I don't remember. Oh. Okay, <laughs> that's a little underwhelming. You know, I, I got to just... tell you, JC, I was far more concerned with my competitors. Ooh. Were they making you I feel was... a certain way? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. You see, I was there for only one reason, and that was to win. Whether yeah. or not. The winning entailed an e-date with Emmy. <laughs> an e-date. Let's an go. An e-date. I think that was the official terminology for Ugh. the prize of but, victory was an e-date. Listen, because... Whether or not it entailed an e-date, I was winning. That was my, just how it was going to go. Yeah, no, and that makes sense. That makes sense. You're a determined person, Grayson, you know, and you were a winner at the end of the day, too, just like in life in general. But... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, it personally for me if i had created the concept of lover host um i would want the name to relate to like the prize somehow you know like maybe right may, and hear me out this is just like a novel concept that i i think might be cool is lover host maybe a person before they start the gaming show if you're a contestant you can choose whether or not you're looking for real love or if you want them to host you on their twitch channel you Precisely. know yeah yeah. yeah 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 i think that, that could would be, a, be really... a pretty novel concept thank you thank maybe you. you should send that over to sarah Amelius. i wonder if she's heard of anything like that i may i may so like it was just but sarah's version of lover host the only version i it didn't use that sarah's version was a little no. more unclear was it just you i don't i guess you get an e-date is that the official win i guess oh okay i was kind of unclear on what i had won as well to be fair. <laughs> I feel like Sarah should rebrand and just call her show Love. Do you not? Love. Love. Love, I, love with Sarah Ramelius. That sounds lovely. Oh, my God. I would tune in for every love with Sarah Ramelius, Grayson. But you didn't have to tune in because you were part of it. You were in the Discord call. You were looking. You were scoping out the competition. And I have to tell you, I did show up about midway through the Lover Host because I wanted to watch you and see if you were still in the race. And mm-hmm, what ter- mm-hmm. started as me just ch- checking to see if you were still in, uh, turned in to a three and a half, four, five hour Discord call with Steven, and then eventually Hans, as as we watched and campaigned for you to win this game, okay? Darn right. Darn right is right. And so, uh, w- as I sat there, 
I realized immediately there was really only one man in this competition who stood a chance, okay? And his name was not Grayson. Um, his name was Deegs, spelled D-E-E-G-S. Yeah. And yeah. you could tell just every time Deegs opened his mouth, Emmy Wee was submitting, okay? It's true. It's it, so true. Yeah, and also, like, looking at the field, and I, again, I don't want to be disparaging. All these people deserve love and happiness. Grayson, there were maybe two reasonably attractive people um, on this Discord call, okay? Not including Emmy Wee and Sarah Romelius, of course. Naturally. Um, and you were the other one. Um, it was you and Deegs. You were the two. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I could at least be in that small group. Thank you. Thank uh-huh. you. I have to. I I feel like you would end up in that that group in in most situations, uh, but also in this specific situation. I promise the competition was not stiff. Okay, there was not much oh, of a battle going me. on. The other day on stream, uh-huh. I, I don't remember what it was. Uh, it was, it was some, we were, I don't remember what we were talking about, but it was like raiding me for some reason. And uh, Heavy, you know, Dear Sweet Heavy in my chat. Heavy points. Heavy points. Said something along the lines of like, I was slightly attractive or m- minutely attractive. Moderately. <laughs> moderately more attractive than average or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was so funny. Because it's like, it's a very heavy thing to say because it's very like cutting the facts you know yeah i'm gonna be honest i've been around for kind of so many of your gray the gray streams and for a large part i tune out whatever heavy says <laughs> which <laughs> what? is maybe a little hurtful it's so but rude of you it's just it's how my mind operates unfortunately and i don't so i don't quite up. know the reason why but i don't oh grayson is Sorry, are you okay? yeah are, are you is everything all right i think i am okay. oh the other week Obviously, I couldn't talk about this because we didn't record episode 250 in person. It was a pre-recorded thing. But I think sometime during the week leading up to episode 250, we had a fire alarm at like 4 in the morning. Oh. You want to guess um, what the fire was? Was it started from your household? Nope. Okay. It was uh, nothing. It was absolutely oh. nothing. We're back in the era where the fire alarm in my apartment complex just goes off for random reasons and Let's no one explains go. why. Isn't that great? That's Isn't that fantastic? really fun. Oh my god. I'm just thrilled. I like when people get into the habit of ignoring their fire alarm because it goes off so often, you know? Oh, I'm already in that habit. Let's go. How many times has it gone off since? I think, like, the it went off two times. Okay. Preceding the 4 a.m. one. I didn't go out for any of them because I remember back to like last summer when it was going off like twice a week. And it's like, come on, come on. And I part of me wonders, is it like some just stoner who forgets there's a smoke alarm in his, in his apartment? Like, I don't understand. I don't get how does it happen? Ain't what no is happening way. that is causing this? Ain't no way. Because th- do the firemen show up? Sometimes. Okay, 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 okay. And then there's nothing. And then they leave and it's like, okay. I mean, it's better than there being something, you know? I mean, I guess, but also, After why is point, it going off so much for nothing? Yeah, this is so sad. I feel like at this point, it is, a stoner isn't going to set it off, you know? Like, it's it's not gonna, right? I don't know. Vapes don't even blow that much smoke, right? I mean, vapes don't, but vapes are a whole different thing. 
I guess. Do dab pens, is that what they're called, Grayson? Do those blow a lot of smoke? I hate to tell you, I'm not in with the lingo. We'll <laughs> Wait, have to, to what? check with... With brandy? <laughs> yeah, I will. Oh, okay. Oh, with brandy? Uh-huh. Oh, boy, it's an addiction, man. It oh, just boy. Full stop. Um, see, I wouldn't know because you still haven't let me meet Brandy. Listen, I see her so infrequently as is Grayson, okay? This person goes to school an hour plus away, and then they work on the weekends. I don't know what you want me to do. It's I, so I, messed up. I'll tell her to, so to make her schedule revolve around Grayson one week, okay? Please do. Please I do. I want nothing I more. It's not like you're a hard person to schedule something with. You know, you just you give <laughs> I'm Grayson. shockingly open, actually. <laughs> Pick a um, time. I'm free. But Grayson, Grayson, we're getting distracted oh, yeah. from the point. Deegs was the stiffest competition Deegs. of them all. He was an attractive man-ish. Mm -hmm. He was attractive for the lover host. And he was very clearly wooing Emmy Wee. Okay? And from that moment, I knew. We... Me and Steven needed to start a campaign against this man because he mm -hmm. was going to be the one roadblock, the, 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 the one barricade between you and MUE's love and affection and desire, you know? It's true. It I is. will say there was one other individual who I thought was attractive but not necessarily a competitor, and that is the Danishman champ. champ. Oh, I wouldn't call love him attractive. Champ. I thought he was probably like five foot five. You know, just based off of appearances. I don't know. I, He's from Denmark. There, It's a pretty tall country. Okay. Okay. Also, I heard from Hans that that guy had a lot of money, like as a wealthy man. Is that true? Um, I'm not sure. I know very little about him. I know um, his stream persona is the up-and-coming king of Denmark. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Do you think it is a possibility? No. Oh, that's sad. But he seemed like he had a really fancy setup behind him. He did have a giant rubber duck. A giant rubber duck? A TV? I think it was inflatable. With a fireplace on it, you know? It's true. So he had a lot going for him, you know? And also the glasses, the Bret Hart sunglasses he wore the entire time, the reflectors. <laughs> Those were good. Point is, I was a really big fan of Champ. Rightfully so. I wouldn't call him necessarily the, like, the pinnacle of attractiveness, though, you know? Okay. He, was, he was meme attractive, right? You know, because he, he like... He, maybe not meme attractive. He was attractive, but he conducted himself um, with just an immense layer of irony. And just he, he was presenting himself as a meme, Grayson, you know? So I feel it's like true. in that alone, he disqualified himself from winning. Like she wouldn't pick Perhaps. him in the end because of that reason. Unless he got very vulnerable at the end, which I would have appreciated. But I, I never saw that side of him, you know? That's true. I never did. But basically we wanted Deegs out. Uh, but the first time we wanted Deegs out, Steven and I voted the wrong way uh, because we didn't realize <laughs> we were supposed to be voting for the person. Um, <laughs> we wanted eliminated. I don't, I don't quite remember. We voted the wrong way a couple of times, actually. Uh, but eventually we figured it out. We got the system pretty figured out. Um, and then we were like, finally, okay, we're going to get Deegs out. He is out of here. Uh, but, but then Emmy saved him that round, so he couldn't be eliminated. Um, it's true. But then the round after that, we put our, our heads together, and myself, uh, Steven, and Hans casted a collective six votes to eliminate that man, and <laughs> uh, it, it made a little bit... Hans said if we didn't do all six votes, it would have been a tie, and there was no explanation of what happens in a tie, so really, I don't know what would have happened. 
<laughs> I assume Emmy would have chosen out of the two, in which case Deeks would have just made it and probably won the whole thing. So the point is, Grayson, uh, we got Deeks out, and you should be grateful. Um, I don't know if he would have won the whole thing. There were still a lot of rounds to eliminate him. <laughs> there were. They went on way too long. This dating show went on for like six hours, and it should have gone on for like maybe 90 minutes, okay? <laughs> There was just so much unnecessary everything, and we didn't even get to—I watched the stream for so long, and I got to the end, and I was like, I still don't know who Emmy is. They, we never dive into who she is as a person, her personality, anything. And it's so true. I'd love me some Sarah Ramelius, but there are some changes we need to make to her, to her love game, Grayson. There really is. Um, but— we, we were there campaigning for you, the three of us in a Discord call, trying to knock out the people. And the only reason why I feel like, because you were telling me right after the stream that you don't think we had that big of an impact because you had the chat behind you anyways and that people were voting. But I can't help but feel a little responsible because as the rounds were going on in real time, I was messaging you who each of our targets were. And in a <laughs> row... All of our targets went home in the order I sent them to you. And so it's true. This just, it feels a little too good to be true, you know? I will tell you this. I definitely underestimated your impact, but uh, since then I've come to the realization that even though I had the few members of chat that were actually voting behind me, every person who went off before me did not like me. That went off? You know off? what I'm saying? Everyone that got eliminated? Yes. Everyone that got eliminated before me would vote for because it was mostly just Sarah Amelia's chatters who are already friends. So they would try and keep their friends on. So as people were getting eliminated, more and more votes were going against me. So no. it was definitely you were all the more impactful. And that is the element that I underestimated. You show up that peak time as well. I figured all the guys were just like voting for themselves the entire time. Was that allowed or was that against the rules? I have no clue. It was not made clear. Were you voting for yourself? There were a couple of rounds. If I was safe, let's I would go. Vote. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, but that's unfortunate. I'm I'm so glad we could be there to to have some impact, Grace. And I'm so glad. Uh, I'm also so glad to hear you made all these guys bitter and jealous. That is exciting. Um, I don't think I made them bitter and jealous. No, no, oh. no. That's not. That's not what I'm trying to get at. I just mean they already knew each other. Like they had their friends, and so mm -hmm. as they were leaving the show, they were going into the chat and the voting pool. I see. And supporting the people they knew. Yeah. I think this is bitterness and jealousy because really, if they were Honestly, being fair yeah. about it, they would have realized that you were the best thing for MEWE and voted for you. So The strongest competitor, the coolest guy. Like, what else could you say? All around. And you were getting a lot of those saves. Every time Deegs wasn't eligible for a save, you were pretty much there, Grayson, getting it instead. It's true. So big it's ups. It's true. Big thank ups. Thank you. Thank you. So welcome. But Grayson, the whole point of all of this is that target after target after target was getting eliminated, and we got you into the final three, where mm -hmm. Emmy would get to pick, handpick who the winner is out of you, some other guy, and then the Danish guy. And oh, it was Siggy. Siggy, Siggy, Frothy that's right. Siggy. Frothy Siggy. And um, she made her decision by going one by one and telling everyone her thoughts about them. Um, and she referred to this this dear sweet soul Siggy um, mm -hmm. as being like a brother to her, no fewer than three <laughs> times before evicting him from Lover Host, which just feels a little rude and unnecessary. 
Um, it was so funny. It, oh, it, it was, was rough. so funny. Poor Siggy. Um, needless to say, he was not chosen as the winner, and thus it was down to you and the Danish man. And I, I give props to Hans, because Hans was there for the whole stream. He saw what Steven and I did not. And he said that there was one guy who was like a, a real dark horse competitor that he thought was going to take it all, and that of the wrestling fan. Grayson, there was a re- Kevin Omega was a wrestling fan playing in the game. With it's you. true. Kevin was great. I liked Kevin. Um, I don't know if you know Grayson, but uh, Kenny Omega is the name of a very famous professional wrestler. Oh I think wow! Kevin may have taken his last name from from the wrestler Grayson. Which it sounds possible. It sounds likely. If I'm being honest about it, um, yeah. Seeing as in this profile picture, he was wearing a bunch of wrestling belts. But I have a question because after we voted out Kevin, um, apparently Kevin lifted his arms up in the air and then Steven screamed. Steven said, "JC, I think we just eliminated a little person." Grayson, can you confirm if Kevin Omega is a little person? I don't know. Okay. 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 But I felt an immense wave of guilt wash over me as soon as Steven told me. You know, if I had known he was a little person, I would have let him go to the finals with you. I hope you can respect that. I 100% could, yes. As I said, I really liked Kevin. Um, I think I saw the same thing Steven saw in the arms. Ooh. We don't know, though. But we'll I don't know. To, we'll do some more research and get back to everyone on next week's Yeah, maybe just boy. go, like, message him on Discord or something. Be like, hey, yeah. are you a little person? No, no, we have to be more subtle. We'll be like, hey, can you take a full body photograph for me? <laughs> yeah, that's really subtle. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I think so. I think so. But Grayson, again, final two. You and the Swedish man, who's not Swedish, Nordic, whatever he is. and Danish, you mean? Okay. And if you say so, you... We're the one that Emmy we picked as the winner of Love or Hose. <gasps> Yay! Grayson, did you do? You, do you feel confident that you've met the love of your life as a result of Sarah Romilius? Obviously, clearly, let's no doubt about it. Go. Have you ever laid your laid your eyes on a more attractive woman ever in your life? Never once. Let's go, and never would you dare to. <laughs> Grayson, I heard you had an e-date. <laughs> you followed up on your prize. <laughs> and you had an e-date with Emmy Wee. Yes, it's true. It's true. Wow. Um, so at some point after the stream, I don't, maybe it was the next day. Maybe it was the day after. I don't, I don't really know. You know I'm not good with time. She uh, messaged me and was like, okay, so when are you, when am I teaching you Valorant? Because multiple of the questions revolved around Valorant, you see. So many. God, I, I legitimately thought you were going to be out that one round because I asked Hans. I was like, Hans, did we miss the memo? Is this like a Valorant-themed dating show? Is Grayson the only person who does not know Valorant? Um, and then Hans was like, no, 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 no. You guys just joined at a really weird time. <laughs> But I, I was so certain for a little bit that you were going to be gone because this was not your thing. You play Fortnite it's instead. True. Did you tell her that uh, you're, you're a Fortnite boy, not a Valorant boy? I told her I was a Club Penguin Bean Counter boy, actually. Ooh, okay. Duh. Yeah, no, fair, fair. Um, Just to clarify, but yeah. she reached out to you about having the e-date. I think so. That is I big. can double check. That is yeah. big just because you, you were the one who won the prize. You know, theoretically, it'd be you who reaches out to follow up and be like, hey, where's my prize, Emmy? 
but this was the other way around. Is she that what excited. I should have said? Well, you didn't have to because she was so horny, Grayson. This is exciting. And how did you Please date never go? say that to me again. <laughs> what do you mean? That just... Oh, that... Ugh. I did you not gross. see her tweet the day before the lover host? Steven sent it to me multiple times. No, I saw. Steven also told me about it multiple oh, times. Oh boy, the one where she says sex that sex last night was pog or this sex is pog? I don't quite remember the exact wording. Something along those lines. Sex, there was some sex and it was pog according the to The sex anyway. was poggers or poggies? Ooh, that's much worse. Um something along the, yeah. those lines. Yeah. <laughs> uh but Grayson, how did your uh -huh. e-date go? Oh, fantastically. Um, I downloaded Valorant the day before. Wow. Congrats. This is my third time downloading the game. First time ever playing it. Because it's Valorant. I don't really want to be playing it. But I did. Is I there played a stigma? it for a little bit. Is there a stigma attached to it? It's just kind of lame. Lamer than Fortnite? That's, Maybe not. I, know, I don't it's know. It's pretty big. Both of them are pretty lame. I get, maybe Fortnite has a lameness attached to it, just like by the world at large. You know, like everyone knows mm -hmm. how lame Fortnite is. Only the real gamers know that Valorant is lame. You know? Maybe. I think that's it. Point is, lame game. Okay. Um, but I downloaded it. I did it. I logged on. And then we played some matches. I did terribly, of course, because never played the game before. Excuses. But she was nice about it. And she did really well. Did it she seemed like a good time. Yeah, pretty much. Was she good? Yeah. Do you think would practice well, you have to get understand better than her? Mm -hmm. No, no, probably not, because I don't, I don't think I'm going to practice. <laughs> I said with practice. Um, I understand that it's a hypothetical, but it is so far beyond anything that could happen that I cannot yeah. conjecture. Okay. I, I can't even fathom. No, I couldn't give you an accurate answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, played that, and then we just kind of sat and talked on Discord for a little bit. How long did you play Valorant for, and how long was the sitting and talking? Like, what was the ratio? Ratio? I don't know. 60-40? Okay. Okay, that's Maybe pretty 70, good. Maybe 70-30? I'm not good with time, JC. You can't I mean, be asking me these type of questions. Ask about time. I asked about quantity of time. That's just, still time. Okay, well, listen, either way, this sounds wonderful. Um, have you, uh, well, one, did you enjoy your Valorant E-Date? You know, let's, oh. It was fine. Was, was the company good? Yeah. Okay, okay. Did you enjoy the part more where you weren't playing Valorant? Probably. Okay. Okay, okay. Have you considered maybe asking Emmy on a another date, but this one on Club Penguin? I don't know where to get Club Penguin anymore now that Club Penguin rewritten's gone. There are other rewritten's. You know, rewritten was yeah, just but they the all biggest. suck compared to Club Penguin rewritten. Club Penguin rewritten was where where it was at. JC. All you need is Bean Counter, man. That's all you need. Mm mm. mm, -mm. You don't oh get it. Oh my god. Whatever. Whatever. Oh, because you could send her the little hearts and, like, your little message. You know how you can send mail to people? I'm going to be oh honest. God. I don't really, but. Oh. And then you could have stood next to her and done, like, the little heart emoji above your head. Mm -hmm, it could have mm -hmm, been mm -hmm. so cool. Alas. Uh, are you considering a non-Club Penguin date? I don't know. Oh. Ah. Okay. okay. 
because you, you mentioned to me that you'd reach out about going to the Italian restaurant um, right downstairs where you live, Grayson. Is this still on the table? Probably not. Oh, that because she doesn't like Italian food, maybe? <laughs> no, I, oh. I don't know. Oh. I don't think she'd like me very much. Does she like you very much as is? Maybe. Well, see, not she, likely. She picked you um, among a yeah. vast pool of other men. You know? Well, we uh, did eliminate Deegs already, so... You did eliminate Deegs, but, Grayson, you have to understand that Deegs was gone for a while, and it was just you in that Discord call, right? Like, I'm with the other guys that didn't get chosen, you know? But you had more time with Emmy. You know, and so maybe in that time she grew closer and more attached to you. We have to consider this, you know. And beyond that, um, she was the one who reached out to you about Valorant date, you know. It's and true. so I feel like if, if the, the thing holding you back here is whether or not she's interested in you, this, this, this is self-sabotage. Perhaps. Perhaps. But also, also, at one point I was considering it, but I was like, mm, maybe that's like weird and cringe. So then I messaged Ailey Omar, and I was like, hey, obviously Ailey Omar knows Emmy more so than I. A little bit. I was bit. like, dear sweet Leo, best friend that I've had since childhood, uh-huh. would this be, like, weird and cringe? And then he said, very. And I was like, okay. Wait. Okay. Listen, I love Ailey Omar. And then, as much as after the next that, guy. Uh-huh. like, I thought about it for a little bit. So it's, like, a good thing I asked because it, like, pushed back when I would do it if I was ever going to do it. Yeah. Like, who cares what Leo says? Ha <laughs> ha. I do care what Leo says. His opinion is very important to me. Yeah. But it pushed back my decision a little bit. And then I, like, thought about it more. And I was like, we're just very different people. I don't think she'd like me very much. Uh-huh. That makes sense. That's kind of where I left. That makes sense. Well, th- that's a different explanation than the Ailey Omar situation, right? Ailey Omar said no because it'd be cringe. But also, again, let us consider our sources here. I love Ailey Omar as much as anybody in this world. You know, he's just a wonderful, wonderful man. But you have to consider, is he who you would generally take advice from? And also, Grayson, consider this. He is a wrestling fan as well. So... It's just like, I don't know if this is where I'm looking for my dating advice, you know? Listen, listen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would I normally take advice from Ailey Omar? No. Okay. But seeing as Ailey Omar co-hosts a podcast with Emmy, yeah. I feel like that's a pretty good source. To be fair, and like I said, only if started. I was like, if I was like super about asking her out, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have cared. I would have just gone for it. Yeah. But that pushed it back at least long enough for me to like evaluate and think about it. Mm-hmm. and be like hmm is this actually a good idea would she even enjoy it and when i got down to it i was like probably not yeah that makes sense i guess i guess so and and because you already hung out in like discord for an extended period of time no no, like no this was before the discord call oh so she reached out to you since what? that since since you decided in your mind that you were going to not reach out she reached out to you, correct? Yes, the order okay. of operations. Okay, okay, So it okay. was dating show, then me asking Leo, me thinking about it, then her setting with the Valorant thing, then Valorant Discord. Yeah, then, okay, then, then I say the Ilio Mar comment becomes especially more irrelevant because now you have another experience, a, a more natural transition segue into meeting in real life, you know? 
where if you did enjoy each other's company to that extent. Um, But what's it? Also to consider, Ali Omar has only been a podcast host with Emmy for a couple of weeks, if that, you know? It's true, Um, but they have another episode tonight. I'll have to watch tonight. Then we'll get the real insight. Yeah, I guess. You have to simply ask her out in person before tonight's episode because you don't want them to become too close and then it become real. Do you understand? No. Obviously not. Okay, you're a fool. Um, Either way, Grayson, I think what it comes down to is uh, disregard everyone. Disregard me. Would you, in any other circumstance, would you, are you interested enough in this person to, like, want to go on a real-life date with them? That is the question. And it feels like maybe the answer, and maybe as much as it maybe is mean to say, because I, Leo Mar, might listen to this, um, maybe the answer is no. But you're also allowed to not be interested in a person, you know? I don't know. Because on, like, one hand, kind of interested. But also, I'm just very lonely. So I feel like that adds extra weight. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. I'm probably I, just going to not. Probably just going to not. I mean, yeah. I, I, I will stop pestering you to do it. But also, it, it's the same kind of reasoning that I used to, when I was trying to explain to you why you should do the dating show to begin with. Like, if it goes well... And then that's sick. That works out. And Grayson wins a dating show, and there's a little boost of confidence because now Sarah Emilius's chat loves him, and he also got picked by Emmy Wee, you know? Like, that's best-case scenario. And then worst-case scenario is you have, like, a funny story to tell, and you did, like, a weird thing, and you have an experience, you know? Which, I mean, but I guess you've gone on dates with other people before, so it's not, like, as novel of an experience, you know? <laughs> no, not really. There goes the novelty. But... This will be the first time you're going on a date with someone in real life who chose you to win a dating show in which you this were buying for their love. You know, I feel like to have the full story, Grayson, for you in 10 years and in 20 years to tell your children that you want a dating show, we got to have the full experience. You know, it can't just be like, oh, yeah. And then we played a video game one time. We got to We got to see this thing through to the bitter end. In my mind, that's that's how I look at it. The story for your eventual children. Maybe not with Emmy but just children in general. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You're putting together a compelling case, JC. I personally would reach out to Emmy Wee and have and go on a date with them in person, Grayson. Um but I am not you. I cannot make these decisions for you. And also, you hmm. What, I almost feel more motivated to to push for you to do it. Because I, Leomar, said not to. You know? I don't know why. Honestly, that was my first reaction when he said very. I was like, what the heck? Very? <laughs> it's just not Couldn't what you were said expecting. yes? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, I was expecting a yes or a no, not a very. It almost felt like a challenge. Maybe he's thinking of it in terms of him. Because, like, he's more friend zone territory with Emiwi. Whereas Emiwi, and he's not able to perspective take um, you are not in friend zone territory. You are in just chosen to be her new lover territory. You know? Her husband, even. That's it. That is exactly it. I said it. from the outset of the dating show, I was walking away with a wife and nothing less. Exactly. It'd be very weird not to go on a date with my own wife. It would be a little weird to exclusively go on one e-date with her prior to the marriage, but to each their yeah. own. Uh, my <laughs> other thought is that I, Leomar, maybe knew that she was planning on asking you out to the Valorant date, so maybe that's why he said it, to stop you from asking. That seems a little far-fetched, but maybe. I doubt that one. Yeah. But we could also just ask I, Leomar. 
Or he, he can tell us. He might listen to this. He might listen. My other thought, too, is maybe Ali Omar misread your message and responded um, incorrectly. Or maybe Ali Omar was distracted and just responded very quickly without thinking about it. You know? Maybe he didn't um, spend um, as much time and, like, how much thought into his message as we are putting into it right now, having spent the last 20 minutes talking about it. You know? Maybe. I don't know how premeditated. Oh, I want to clarify. It's Ali Omar 99, not 89. Stop My mistake. Lying. I'm a fool. I'm sorry. 89 sounds better. I'm going to be honest. Honestly, it, it had to be said. It had to be said. I'm sorry, Ali Omar. We love you, but 89 is the way to go. Yeah, if you could just swap that out for us, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, that'd be ideal. Uh, Grayson, so I-, I guess what then is is your experience now a little bit removed from the dating show? I, I know we're still kind of considering how things move forward whether or not there's a a date or an invitation in the future but how do you feel about the experience as a whole so far i had a good time i had a really fun time let's go it was fun and you won i won i'll even say it was a fun time for me getting to watch and and campaign with steven you know as much as it was not fun okay it was not fun to watch but it was fun because it turned into a a whole to do you know Uh but like I couldn't imagine sitting there alone, a Sarah Romelius fan, and being like, yes, this is what I want to watch tonight. You know, like that, I, that'd be a big ask. Yeah, I feel like, like for me, I went in with the very express intent of trying to do a bit and have like fun with it and to be at least slightly entertaining. And I think that was only the mindset of myself and Champ. Oh, and yeah. that was it. And the thing is, Champ's bit was so much more egregious and obvious that your love and devotion felt less like a bit and more like actual love and devotion. So it kind of worked out, man. Obviously it did. I mean, obviously. It was you two in the finale, and she chose mm-hmm. you. She chose you. So, Grayson, I I mean, yeah, I don't know how much... The, the idea that she is not interested after explicitly choosing you and then inviting you on a Valorant e-date I don't, I don't well, know how much more fair. validation you Explicitly need. Explicitly choosing me in the context of a bizarre just-for-fun dating show among not among- particularly competitive competitors. <laughs> um, and also, like, it's Valorant. Who cares? I guess so. But again, the fact that she reached out to you is the bigger part, you know? That's or she just felt say. obligated, you know? There's no reason to feel obligated. She has no obli- she has no obligation to. Sarah Romelius made know. the actual winnings so unclear, okay? <laughs> there, there was no obligation from MEWE to do that. Very bizarre dating show. No one And especially to stick around so long after the fact to talk to you as well. And just True. Yeah. So yeah, Grayson, if you think even a little bit you might be interested in this person, simply go ahead and do it. Because I'll tell you what, Grayson, with my dear sweet Brandy. Um, I felt not a single bit of interest in this person when we talked online. Just they the the reason that I matched with her on Tinder originally was because she had ducks, okay? And <laughs> this is true. great reason, honestly. She had pet ducks and she was pretty, okay? What more do you want in a girl? And then I learned she no longer has the pet ducks, and then I learned she went to school like an hour away, and then we just stopped talking. I was ghosted, you know? But then yeah. she reached out about um, getting a tattoo done. And then when we sat there for the seven hours tattooing her, because they didn't have the right equipment, so it took almost triple the time it should have, uh, we ended up talking, and it was a completely different person. Brandy in real life is so much 
cooler and more fun to interact with. That's so mean than the <laughs> than the brandy I barely kind of knew off of the internet, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, I wouldn't I, know. I'm agreeing well, with you, but I wouldn't know because you've been hiding her from me. That's kind of sad. That is kind of unfortunate. Um, but, Grayson, the point is get yourself a girl who has some ducks, okay? Honestly, true. Thank you. Thank you. So how do you feel? What is, is, is there anything still keeping you from asking out Emiwi? No. Uh-huh. Just, hmm. Okay, maybe, maybe going on dates in the triangle is bad juju. Have you considered maybe. going out of the triangle? No. Okay, I could like be your chauffeur. Oh, that's very funny. I got to tell you, JC, the whole driver's license thing, I'm waiting for my brother to just print this stuff out. I sent him an email with all the stuff that I need him to print, and he just hasn't done it. Why don't you just send it to me? I can bring it next time we do the podcast. I'm going to also send it to you. Okay, Worst case yeah. scenario, I end up with two copies. I will print it out as soon as we're done with the podcast. I, I appreciate it. As soon as the it. turns on. Of course, of course. I was wondering this the last time you told me about it. Why didn't you just send it to me? But then I was like, well, no, it makes more sense you would first send it to your brother in the same house as you. Um, yeah and who also is able to print things obvious oversight yeah obvious oversight on my part um the part of actually getting him to do it (laughs) yeah that's which some because sometimes wilson is like that and he can't do a simple thing like taking the trash down the hallway or printing a piece of paper but he's more than willing to just sacrifice six hours of his life to get steven to and from a picnic you know it's true (laughs) i don't understand it's so funny (laughs) but but it's It works out. I love, love him my for little it. brother. As you should. As you should. Um, Grayson, mm-hmm. I one more thing on the whole topic of lover host, Sarah Romelius, all that kind of stuff. Because oh boy, when we were on the boy oh boy oh boy, sorry boy oh boy picnic for episode two fifty, we both added Sarah Romelius on Be Real. It was a really exciting time. And it's true. Just today, she posted a Be Real, and I opened it up and I commented on it, or I was getting ready to comment on it. I was going to tell her that her forehead looked really good today. And then when I hit send, it said an error. And I, that, 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 that there was an error sending my comment. And so I closed <laughs> out of the app and I opened it back up. And there was no more post from Sarah Romelius until a couple minutes later when there was a new one. <gasps> what is Sarah hiding? I don't know. I also didn't know you could delete and then make a new post. You can. <laughs> you Okay. You, you can. Um, and Sarah Romelius did exactly that. So I got to see her That's forehead so messed up. twice today. Lucky so, you. Mm-hmm. Really, truly. Really, truly. But I think you should uh, send her a card in the mail, like thanking her for introducing you to the love of your life. You know? That does seem like a good idea. Yeah. I feel like uh, the art of sending letters is... Well, it's a lost art, Grayson. You know? It's, it's, it's true. I... JC, I bought that whole box of, like, little brown cards that I could start sending people, like, cards and stuff, but Mm -hmm. I just don't do it enough. I don't think about it. No. It's a problem. I need to be thinking about it more. You really do. Just start compiling addresses, man, and then once a week, just do a little doodle on it, write a nice little message, and send it out, you know? Honestly, that's a great idea. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I think this is the – actually, you could start – by sending a letter to Emmy Wee Grayson. This could be how you ask her out, is by snail You know, mail. I don't think um, I'm just going to suddenly ask her, hey, what's your mailing address? No, silly you. We ask Eileen Omar what her mailing address is. You know what? You raise a good point. 
Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Um, Grayson, we have some huge news that we've kind of buried by waiting this long into the podcast to talk about. <gasps> and we, of course, would have talked about it on episode 250 had that not been a pre-record. So now mm-hmm. is the time. Grayson, our competitors, our long-term rivals, the BM&W podcast are back. And they are back well, in vengeance. Well, okay, well. They they are kind of gone back. again. They were back for a week, and now they're gone again. But they were that was a strong week, I'll tell you that, okay? I listened to the first two minutes of it. Oh. And then I got distracted. But I'm going to go back to it. You should. Don't you worry. You it was a long episode. It was a long episode recorded in three separate sittings um, for the two of them. <laughs> and That's quite good. What I found most notable is that the major theme of the episode was, you know, it was a it was a restart. You know, it was a refresh for BMW. And what had happened near the end of their first season, because uh, this is the official season two of BMW. What happened near the end of season one is that they were becoming a little burnt out. It felt like a chore for them to record the podcast every week. Bim was so busy with school. Chargill was dealing with her hurt feelings because Ben was busy with school and so it was just like it was it was a tough time for everyone and their answer to to the podcast becoming a chore and becoming something they weren't looking forward to and something taking up too much of their time uh their answer to that is to come back in season two with new segments preparation for the podcast um actual structure a topic list, a new logo, and new pictures every week. So, I'm sure it, it's sustainable. Guys, th- th- I saw this a mile away. It was very obvious this podcast was not coming back for a second week. D- Guys, what were we doing? Yeah. Guys, it, it, I, felt like, it, I felt like a bit as they were describing it. You know, as they just got done describing how much of a chore it was, and they were like, oh, but here are all the new ideas of how much more work we're going to put into it. And I was like, we don't, we don't see what's happening here. We don't, okay. And yeah, there's, there's been no episode two of season two, which is sad. I've been crying about it since Sunday. It's very sad. Chargo's yeah. also been crying today, but Ooh. T- totally unrelated. Well, yeah, she feels that she's not as talented as her classmates, which is simply false. Chargo is the most talented among her classmates. Um, it's kind Greatest of Greatest dancer I know. Exactly. Well... You've seen Steven, you know? Honestly. I know he keeps it kind of a secret. He doesn't like to talk about it. But, oh, my goodness. Sometimes that guy can move. When we were there for his sister's house party, oh, my God. It was was wild. It was a time. That's why I had the heart attack a day later. I was so excited from the come down (laughs) to Steven dancing. (laughs) Right. But, Grayson, Chargill is going to do just swell, okay? She'll... I mean, I was going to say she'll get over it, but that's like, that's not a really reassuring thing to say, you know, but she, 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 I don't think she'll get over it, but she'll push through it and then then do great anyways, but still feel the same way. Curry favor with literally all of her dance mates because they will all love her. All the instructors will love her. And then guess what? Chargill is talented, right? Chargill is very talented, Mm -hmm. but even if she weren't, she is so socially equipped that she will probably get the people to like her and make up for any lack of talent that there might be, you know? Which she doesn't True. need, but it's there anyways, you know? So these things just amplify. It's, it's obvious. 
it is yeah, Trevor's going to be fine. Yeah. Also, if you are listening BM or W, I sadly do not have the JC Penny discount anymore. You waited too long to use it. Um, I sent it to DJ instead, and That's I don't. So messed up. I don't think he ever used it either, which is sad. So actually, it's not messed up. I'd rather DJ use it. DJ's uh, earned it. I'd rather DJ waste it than them use it. You know, honestly. Honestly, yeah. So Grayson. What else has been happening in your week aside from winning over the love of Emmy Wee? That's a great question. And if there was anything else going on this week, I've forgotten it. Did I tell you anything else? Uh, you started a painting, but I don't know how conducive that oh. is to conversation. I mean, there's not really much to talk about. It's the one really big painting, the massive one that I have to do. Yo, this is exciting. I have officially started toning the canvas. Yo, congratulations. So now it's all colored burnt sienna of That's varying values my favorite color you, great color oh my gosh grayson i also have been doing a lot of paintings over the weekend okay huh. um a bunch of little paintings actually um a bunch of tiny little paintings that i forgot to send you before the podcast and i'm gonna send you now if that's huh. okay with you text or discord um i'll do it on discord i'll do it on discord because uh these tiny little paintings i spent all day sunday doing you know, and I was lauded for them. Okay. I was told, oh my gosh, JC, you did such a wonderful job. And I have to say, Grayson, I've never been maybe more ashamed of a group of paintings I've ever done in my life, you know, but mm -hmm. I'm going to send them to you just to get your read right now. The reason I'm stalling right now is because I'm trying to upload them all to discord as course, I send them to you. Of if course. I may ask, um, who told you that they were good? Well, I don't feel comfortable getting into that quite yet, okay? Oh. Yeah, not quite. Cool. <laughs> Are you doing the paintings for someone? You could say that. You could say that. Was the person you were doing them for the one who told you that they were good? Um, in some cases. In one case, no. In fact, in oh. one case, I was told explicitly it was bad and they didn't like it. So that one was not as, as great to deal with, mm -hmm. you know? That well, at least you can appreciate the honesty of it. I mean, I can. I, I can. So, okay, Grayson. Mm -hmm. We've got them already, and I just hit send, uploading five whole files to Discord. Let's now, go. here I wait for them to arrive. Have they arrived? They just arrived. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Grayson, what do you see? I see a bunch of children. Oh, You've sent me five photos of small children. <laughs> yes. I have not painted um, five children. Well, I have in some sense. I have not done a painting of five, five children. children. But I... Because you I, did five face paints. I, I face painted for my niece's birthday party over the weekend. Um, uh-huh. I was signed up for this by my sister and my mother. Of course. And <laughs> I have never face painted before. And so right. I learned on the job. Uh, and I just, the, can you guess out of the bunch, which one told me they were unhappy with theirs? The I know the orange this, cat, the orange cat would not be the one that is a fox actually that you're looking at. Not oh, an orange cat. as a fox. It's great. I thought it was an orange cat. No, no, and I no. I thought it was a terrible orange cat. Not an orange cat. That is a fox. But if you look at the one above it of the green little dinosaur, um, that's uh -huh. actually my niece, Kaylin, slash Maggie. Um, and as soon as I got done with it, she just had the biggest 
saddest look on her face, okay? And Mm -hmm. I asked her, do you like it, Kaylin? And she said, no. And I was like, okay, well, what do you want me to, what do you want me to change about it? And she said, put horns on it. And so then I put horns on it and she claims to like it now, but I don't think it made it look better. It's kind of like a dinosaur. She wanted the same one her brother got which is in one of the other photos I sent you, Grayson. But then her the friends... The blue one? Yeah. She wanted that same one, but in green. But then she wasn't patient enough for me to actually do it. So when her friends started arriving, she wanted to stop. And so that's why she was upset, because sh- it was half done. And when she wanted it to be done, and, then, and then that's when I asked her, what do you want me to do instead? And she was like, do horns. And I did the horns. And so I don't know what the fuck hers is, but... I will tell you, the horns are very asymmetrical. Listen... Listen, I painted them on top of the green, too. No, I understand. I understand. It's just very funny looking. <laughs> listen, listen. I was worried I ruined her birthday, but she got over it pretty quickly. She says she liked it by the end. I do worry, though, because we had a... Her party was puppy-themed, Grayson. And uh-huh. it's it's not a puppy on her face. It's some dinosaur. No. Um, it doesn't look like any of them are puppies, except for maybe the fourth one. Uh, one, two, three. Oh, that is a husky, the fourth one. Okay, yes. that's what I was guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would have to guess. Um, I had to guess because when this little girl, her name is McKenna, when she approached uh-huh. me, um, she, I asked her, oh, what do you want for your face paint? Because she had been waiting all day, you know? She got in line really late, and so she had to wait for all the other kids to get done with their face paint. So when mm-hmm. she told me what she wanted, I asked, oh, yeah, wh- wh- what were you thinking you wanted to have face painted? And she said, um... You know, the dog in Alaska has pointy ears. And I looked at her, and this, she was also, she, she didn't speak the clearest English in the world. She's like a six-year-old, you know? <laughs> but my dad was right there sitting next to me, and he said, you mean a husky? And she said, yeah, a husky. That's my favorite animal. And so it was a husky that I painted on her face, you know? By the end, was she also confident that a husky was her favorite animal? She she was she was confident the entire time okay. a husky is her favorite animal. Yeah. However, she was never at any point confident that it was called a husky, I don't think. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she knew, the, again, the dog with pointy ears from Alaska, that would be the one. Um, okay. I was just concerned that she just agreed. Like, oh, yeah, no, that's it. And then oh. by the end, saw the face paint and would realize that no that was not <laughs> is, it at all i meant a dalmatian is what she meant this is totally so different animal it was actually a seal oddly <laughs> enough no <laughs> this is so sad um but grayson the one that i am most upset with out of all these face paints is the wolf that i did the wolf i did on the one girl because she wanted it done before i did like the black outlines at the end which i feel like would have made it look a little bit more wolf like so, so instead it's the shittiest looking thing on this little girl's face but when i showed it to her on my phone her face lit she was miserable this girl hated me when i did her face paint you know she wouldn't Mm -hmm. talk to me she was barely listening to my like directions for like how to move her head and then by the end when i showed her the biggest smile ever just took over her entire face and she loved it you know you could just like she didn't have to say it she just she was so happy and at that point, it was like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna risk adding the black. You know, we're gonna send this girl on her merry way. And right. so off she went with this. She looks like she's in James Corden's Cats. You know, she really does. <laughs> You're right. 
I'm so sorry to the listening audience who can't see my face paint, but it was just, again, it was a wonderful, I had a better time than I expected. I gotta tell you, JC, I understand why you wouldn't be happy with them, but for learning on the job, you did pretty spectacular. Oh, thanks so much. I tried my Especially with the indescript, like, direction you had. Like, what is the first one meant to be? A velociraptor. You're talking about my nephew, Jaden? Yes. Yeah, he wanted a velociraptor, so I googled velociraptor face paint, and he chose this one. So. Okay. um, Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I wouldn't know how to paint a velociraptor face paint either, so given that, I think he did pretty solid. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Again, I just, I looked up on Google (laughs) versions of what these kids wanted, and I did my best to replicate them. Uh, Jaden's, I think, was my favorite. Jaden's was also the first that I did. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, and I had the most time, because there wasn't a line of kids. He did it before the other kids arrived. Mm -hmm. Um, And (laughs) his, unfortunately, at one point, he was drinking water, and he spilled it on his face, and then he wiped it off his face, and then he smeared his face paint, and then he wiped off all his face paint. So (laughs) that was was a little sad, Um, but it happens. Ooh, ooh, my favorite moment from the face painting, Grayson, is the James Corden Cats girl, her, the one who hated Uh me. Her mom sat crisscross applesauce next to me the entire time, right? And I was trying to make conversation with the little girl, but she wasn't having it. So I think the mom felt bad, so she tried talking to me instead. And do you know how she starts the conversation? How's that? She says, oh, I was talking to your nephew, Jaden, earlier, uh, or, like, when I first got here. Um, and Because I, I think I had been to this house before for, like, one of his parties back in, like, because my son was in, like, the grade with him. Um, and he mentioned that his, his father passed away. That's great conversation material right there. The initial, like, a bit, that was the segue into conversation was that, that whole little lead up. And so... I didn't know where to take it. I, I was, I just, oh, yep. Mm-hmm. No, that, that happened back in, in 2018, I think. Yeah, it's sad. That um, was definitely a weird way to start. It I ended. I, usually I'm very good about dragging a conversation forward. You know, I will put my best foot forward to do so. I did not. I decided I have very plausible fair. deniability. I can just, maybe I'm too focused on the face paint to talk right now. And so I just did that i turned the girl into a cat wolf and she loved it so that's all that matters that's great news it really is honestly yeah you did pretty good <laughs> thanks given the circumstances my favorite is the husky i really like the husky that i did the husky <laughs> is i think my least favorite i love the husky the husky <laughs> freaks me out the huskies on google grayson are so much creepier look up husky face paint and they are all disturbing i did my best to because ch- she wanted one of the disturbing ones too i did my best oh. to turn it into a not as disturbing husky but do you see what i'm talking about oh yeah <laughs> yeah um i think i even <laughs> see the one that you picked to base it off of <laughs> let's go and also, I did not Pro pick Pro face painters. Mm-hmm. McKenna would have picked it, just to be clear. Mm. Just to be clear. Uh, <laughs> these kids all look so fucked. <laughs> it's so messed up. <laughs> I think he did pretty good. Thanks. I also love that it was a puppy-themed party. My niece's uh, pinata was a giant, just little puppy that everyone was bashing with a stick. But at oh, some great. point, during the dog bashing... 
my niece apparently got really upset. And so when the pinata finally got smashed open, she refused to pick up any candy and stood far away with her arms crossed and wouldn't talk to anyone. So she missed out on her own pinata, Kaylin. <laughs> That's pretty good. She's a moody little girl. Grayson, Kaylin is a like an actual problem. I don't know if I've told you that much about Kaylin over the years, but she is like, she she's gonna be miserable, you know, like a horrible horrible teenager. It's it's kids gonna be do rough. be that way, you know. I get, but some kids are great, you know. Some kids are all and Kaylin is great. Kaylin's my favorite person to hang out with in the world, you know. She's very funny, but this comes at the cost of her um also just being incredibly mean and moody, you know. That's so funny. It happens. It happens. But again, that was my Sunday. Face painting, you would consider it a success. Especially let's, for a first time, yeah. Let's go. Um, and aside from that... Oh, ooh, one other thing. This isn't maybe as much podcast conversation. But do you know how I told... Oh, James Corden related to Grayson. Do you know how I huh? told you my sister's friend worked for the James Corden show? She still does, actually. Um, as yes. one of their graphic designers. I was on her Instagram earlier because it was her birthday the other day. And so one of her like more recent posts was her with these two guys. And I kind of faintly recognized them. And so I clicked on it and I looked at the description. And it was the guys from BuzzFeed Unsolved. Like Yo. And, I was and I read through the description. She worked on their show. No way! Yeah, she was like a, an animator for them and like a graphic person for them. And so that's where that's the so photo cool. came from. Yeah, which I had no they're, idea. They're starting a new ghost show, JC. Aside from BuzzFeed, right? Like outside of them? Yeah, they have their own channel now. And so Let's now they're go. doing their own. It's not BuzzFeed Unsolved. It's not called Unsolved because, uh -huh. you know, trademark or whatever. No. It's not the same thing. But they're doing their own ghost show. And it's meant to come out sometime this month. I wonder if they will hire McKenna, seeing as James Corden will be quitting his show. Is he? Yeah, he's ending it after this season. Thank goodness. It is. And also, McKenna is so stressed out, apparently, from this job, like, having mental breakdowns, like, every other day. This is so sad. This is so sad. But shouts out to McKenna. She's killing it, you know? I would also have mental breakdowns if I had to work for that man. <laughs> makes sense. This makes sense. Um, and then... The, the topic that everyone's been waiting for, Grayson, you know Steven and I have a wrestling podcast called Following Lucha, right? I do. Um, well, Steven had a genius idea a few weeks ago that we start doing compilation videos of our TikToks to put on our YouTube page, you know? So we did our first ever one of that, and I am so thankful to him for the idea because already we have two comments on the video. One of them is from Hash, and Hash made fun of us for using a clickbaity title, which is fair enough, right? But the other YouTube comment is from a stranger. His name <laughs> is Getulio Vargas, okay? And Getulio Vargas uh, commented, and I quote, JC is so beautiful. <laughs> and I quite frankly agree with Getulio. And I really appreciate it. So shouts out. Um, and I, this is great news for us to end the podcast on, don't you think? Probably. <laughs> Great. That's awesome news. Um, Grayson, we will be back next week with more Boy Oh Boy. I hope at that point you will have either gone on a date or at least asked Emmy We out on a date. We will see. I hope I'll get to see you in person. I miss you so much, JC. Oh my god, I miss you so much as well, Gray the Gray. 
but it, well, next Friday, what am I doing? I think I'm busy. I don't like. I don't. This is so messed up, JC. Yeah, I'm gonna cry. Like, I think I'm just like I'm busy doing like I'll be reading. I think that day. So. Oh, um, I yeah. wouldn't want to interrupt the reading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But maybe we can record the podcast still if I can find time. Um, okay. But I'll, I'll get back to you. Uh, Please do. Yeah, of course. Otherwise, we'll be back then. Goodbye, everybody. Adios.